spiritual just to touch the hem of their garment. There was no medical test. There was no test. I'm talking about the man that carried four loaves of bread and two fishes. And he was able to feed. I mean the man that told Peter come and they walked on the sea.
You're just like that woman that went to fetch the water. The water of Abraham that he gave them to Jacob. And Jacob gave them to his son. If you know that you are that woman going to fetch water, <laughs> you have been coming to church to worship. You have been coming to chapel of praise to worship. <laughs> you have been going for occasions, church occasion. And you are just like that woman, the Samaritan woman. You are still having five husbands, not your husband. You have five men, not your husband. What do I mean? You have so many things you worship, but not the real God in spirit and in truth. This is an opportunity before I start preaching. Surrender because you are going to meet with the master. That in his power, there is, in his name, there is power. Come like that woman came and met Jesus by the well. Surrender your life to Jesus now. The woman accepted Jesus first before Jesus made him a, a revivalist. The woman first of all believed that Jesus is Christ before he went to the city for the revival. Now if you have not gotten any relationship with him, can you give your life to Jesus? Say, Jesus, from today I want to worship him in spirit and in truth. I don't want to go to the well where you have a water that I will test no more. And I go, I keep on testing, feeling testing. If you know that always you go back, you go back with the tests. You've not gotten the water, you've not gotten in contact. You have not really known who you came to church to meet. You have not known who you came to church to offer. You don't really know what you are worshipping. Give your life to Jesus by lifting up your hands. Place it on your chest. If you have lifted up your hands, place it on your chest. Jesus, I want to be like that woman at the end of the service. Jesus, I want to be like that woman at the end of this service. I want to meet you as my number six worship. Something I worship. I want to turn the revivalist at the end of this service. I want to know more of you at the end of this service. I want to go and tell people that I've seen the Christ we have been waiting for. I want to go back this service and know that you are the king of kings. You carry answer to every of my problem. Lay your heart on your heart before I start preaching. Receive him now as your Lord and Savior. There's no two way about it. Either you are a sinner or you are a righteous person. Either you are for Christ or you are not for Christ. Either you know him or you don't know him. There's no two way. No middle bench. Either you're for the right or you're for the wrong. Lay your heart in your hand on your, on your heart and say, Jesus, here I am. Lay your heart on your heart, your hands on your heart. Say, Jesus, here I come. Take over this heart. Let me know more of you. And at the end of the day, I will be blessed. God bless all those who have done that. Because as Jesus received the woman, so as he received you this morning, and it will do you good that at the end of the service, 
you go back to his vessel. You go back to his tool. He will use you in a greater dimension. And all glory will be your Jesus. And you'll be highly blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Can we sit down? Father, we come to you this hour. We had already settled cases with you already. Speak to us, we will hear. Because we have already acknowledged you as that woman acknowledged Christ. The woman was ready to give you water, Jesus. But she did not know how to give you. Because he said, we have nothing in common. He said, for the Jews, has nothing in common with Samaritan. Please close your eyes. Please, when you are in church, you are before Jesus. You are before Christ. You are before God. You are before the Holy Spirit. Don't be too familiar with God. Now that we understand you very well, let us hear from you, not from the woman standing. In the mighty name of Jesus. You promise you will send the Holy Spirit to teach us. Spirit of God, I stepped out. May only my voice be heard. But let it interpret, the interpretation be the voice of the Holy Spirit. Let the understanding be the voice of the Holy Spirit. Let the clarity and the purpose and the truth concerning this word be of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Thank you because many shall be blessed. And many will be revived. And many will be saved. And all will return glory to you. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Praise the Lord. You're welcome to second service in the name of Jesus. We thank God for everything he has been doing in our midst. We thank God for his grace over our lives. The grace to wake up early in the morning. A new thing. The grace to come. The grace to participate. And the grace to partake. In this first and second service. May his name be praised in Jesus name. And I know and I know. That God does not toy with pathfinders. In any place where a new thing is, is starting, the people that start those new things, God does not joke with them. How? Because it is not an easy thing to solidify any place that was liquid. True or false? For you to bring up a new thing, it will be ups and down. There will be ups and down. There will be mistakes and corrections. There will be so many things but if you can stand to the end, your name will be printed. That is what I mean of, of participating and partaking. God will bless you as you continue. Till this first and second service, he established in such a way, people will be begged to go out for the second set to come in. Those will be closed at a particular time for nobody should come in again. So shall it be in Jesus' name. And you will be blessed if you can stand and walk with the church of Christ, walk with the church of God on campus for this to be achieved. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. I appreciate all of you. And I know God also appreciates all of us for standing by him. Because I know many souls have been blessed because of first and second service. Yes. 
At least for you to hear a message for workers that stays, for you to hear a message, one message twice. At least there's an emphasis. And when there's an emphasis, it has been captured in your brain. And at any time, maybe you can go and forget. But as you stay, it will come up like the computer. So shall it be in Jesus' name. So shall it be in Jesus' name. We believe God this morning that many souls shall be delivered. And they will know exactly what womb they are worshipping in the name of Jesus Christ. Still standing on the... Standing on what was preached before. The kingdom worship or praise that are saying or assess the throne and provoked revival. That's the topic. With a Bible reading, John 4, verse 22. 20 to 22. John 4, verse 20 to 22. John 4. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay. John 4, verse 20 to 24. I read. A father's worship on this mountain. And you Jews says that in Jerusalem is a place where one ought to worship. Jesus said to her, woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. 22, which is the point, the key verse. You worship what you do not know, New King James. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming. And now is when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You worship what you don't know. That's King James. New King James, sorry. It says you worship what you don't know. But we, Jesus said, but we, we worship what we know and what is it that thing that you know Jesus was referring to salvation he said for the salvation is for the Jews do you know what you worship and if you know what you are worshipping what do you know about the worship about what you worship you must know something. 
I go to Axel because I want to do what? I want to get a degree certificate. Is it not so? If I ask someone now, I am a winner. And I ask, why do you go to Winner's Chapel? Are you in Winner's Chapel or are you in Living Faith? Amen. Can I say that again? Are you in Winner's Chapel? Are you in Living Faith? Someone told me that. I don't know how to put it. But the person that said that to me, that means he knows why he's in that church. I am a redeemer. Are you in redeem church of God? Or have you been redeemed? Are you there because you want to be redeemed? To be a king and a priest? I am in chapel of praise. Why are you in chapel of praise? Let's start from the physical worship. Why are you in chapel of praise? Why do you choose chapel of praise to worship God? You must know what you worship and where you worship. Knowing is a gain. G-I-N. You will gain much when you know exactly what you are doing. You will gain much when you know exactly what you are doing. That is when you know, that's when understanding comes in. When you know, that is when you apply wisdom. But if you don't know what you are doing, what is paramount in your life? What is the priority thing in your life? Why you have decided to make that thing number one in your life? You're wasting your time on planet Earth. Someone will say, this God-given time. Yes. I declare that no one will be a time waster in this house anymore. In the name of Jesus. Every second and every minute that God has given to us as students and on earth shall be useful in the name of Jesus. And it shall be useful to the glory of God in Jesus' mighty name. We were told on Friday that worship is the thing of the heart. That's exactly what that verse has explained. Worship is what? The thing of the heart. Not a thing with senses. Amen? You don't calculate to worship God. Do you know that? You don't wait for feeling to worship God. Do you know that? I'm not talking about the divine worship. I don't mean those who worship their headgear. That you have to go to everywhere. If you cannot tie it, if you don't see someone that tie it, no service for that day. You're worshiping your... I don't mean those ones that if their dress is not iron till starch, they can't come to church. I don't mean that kind of worship. I mean divine worship. Supernatural worship. The worship that comes with divinity. 
That's the worship we are talking about. How do you know him? And what do you know about him? Anywhere, where is he? Is he in chapel of praise? Answer me. Is he in chapel of praise? Eh? Yes. He's in everywhere. The one you worship. He's in your bedroom. He's in your toilet. When you know him to that level, you know how to worship him better. He sits on the throne. He doesn't go anywhere. Yes. But he's in your bedroom. But he's in your toilet. He's in your lecture hall. He's with you when you are in the car. Yet, he's a man, he's a God that sits on the throne and he doesn't go anywhere. Do you know him as that? That's who you worship. As you dress up to come to church. As you carry your Bible. As you call yourself a child of God. That is the God you worship. He sits on the throne. He's always in the church. Waiting in the sanctuary for your call. Stop everything and come to my house on Sunday. The seventh day. Yet, he is the one that has just delivered someone in the bush somewhere that would have been trapped. Who is he really? Omnipotent, omnipresence God. Omniscience God. But one thing, before you know whom you worship, you must also know who you are to him. What I'm worshiping I must know who I am to him. In Aksu, the vice chancellor is the head of the administration and his overall student and staff. Am I a student to him or am I a staff? That will determine how we worship him. I will worship him. Ah, good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. I wanted to say, sir. Good morning, sir. I will bow. What am I buying? My salary, sir. Is it not so? My promotion, sir. Is it not so? That I may stay long in Axel, sir. Until I return, no issue. That you may favor me. Is it not so? My connection. Will a student worship him that way? No. A student will come, sir. I need my decree. Sir. Let there be no strike. Oh. Sir. Tell my lecturers to be nice to me. Is it not so? You must know who you are to what you worship. Revelation verse one, chapter 1 verse 5. Worship is in the thing of the heart. Knowing or knowledge is a gain. Why is it a gain? And why worship the thing of the heart? Revelation 1, verse 5 and 6. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the face born from the dead. Take note, I've mentioned two things. The faithful what? 
The first born from where? Dead. Two things. And the ruler over the kings of the earth. Three. To him who loved us. Four. And washed us from our sin. Five. In his own blood. And has made us. You see, knowing us again. And knowing who you are to whom you worship. Knowing who you worship. In that verse 5 and 6. He said, as has made us kings and priests to his God and Father. Then the revival set him. To him be the glory. And you worship. You know who you worship. And you know who you are. Tell yourself, I am a king. I am a priest. I am a king. I am a priest. I am special. I am important. Him that I worship is the firstborn of the birth of the dead. He has died and resurrection, resurrected. So I am not to do what? Die. He rules over who? Men, rulers on earth. Any other power? That's whom I worship. Four things you should know this morning. Even though there are millions of whom you worship. <laughs> Jesus told him, for we know who we worship. That you don't know. I don't know how many of us know Jesus this way. I don't know how many of us know us that when you know this Jesus in these four ways, ha, you are a king. You are a priest. You're special. You're so important on it. He so loved us. No matter the dirty I am. No matter what people see me. I'm rejected. I'm neglected. No matter my weakness. When I go to him. There's power in his name. He will receive me. He will wash me. And he will make me a king. The woman with five husbands. And if you read that, when the disciple came, they look at him. Why? And they ask, why is he talking to these harlots? Why is he talking to these cultists? Why is he talking to a non-entity, a nobody? Why? Because of Revelation 5. And the knowledge quickly came to the woman and the woman had a gain by being privileged to talk with the master. And all of a sudden, the purpose, the talent, the gift that was already embedded in the woman when she came out and she became the number one revivalist in the land of Samaria. Put your hands together for Jesus.
put your hands together for Jesus. For I know I am believed and I'm persuaded that he is able to keep that which I what you have committed into the hands of God which you worship he is the ruler over all the rulers on earth he has made you and I a king and a priest so important so special he died that you live that's whom you must know you worship don't secure your life in the hand of a man I said, no, no worry. As far as you would be, nothing will happen. Something go happen, no. And when it won't happen, it go happen to the one who tell you nothing they happen, no. Now that day, your eye could do what? Open. Yes. And the truth will be told. Who? And where have you committed your life? That lecturer, I will give you Mark. See, I have seen a student that was looking at the scoreboard of examination and she think aloud. Did you know how she think aloud? After she, he might have slept with me, he still give me A. And he turned around and people were standing and she cried. They will sleep with you and still give you A. Because they are afraid of their work also. They are securing their work. Because of what? Your script. Maybe they did not see you again for you to write, to recopy your script. For I know whom I believe. And I'm persuaded that he's able the gain. Are you sure what you worship? What you take it as number one in your life. When you cannot pray in the morning. Are you sure that he's able to carry you to the end? That is why we made altar call before the preaching. Oh, you can fly at night. You can open your eyes and inflame somebody. <laughs> you can sit down and do some incantation and something happen. <laughs> You're toiling with your future. Yet you come to church. There's something on your waist. <laughs> Jesus told the woman, you don't know what you're worshipping. And all you work on is on those that want to bring down your power. And who are those that want to bring down the power? The church. <laughs> it's a matter of time. I put you in front. In front of my destiny. 
Can you say that? You are all that matters. I may group for two. You and I, Jesus. Can you say that? Jesus, you are the one that matters. You 
don't know who you worship. Can you know now who you are worshiping? That it will make you important. It will make you special. You will stand out in the public. It will make you to stand great. It will bring out that talent that has been hidden for years. It will bring out that gift that has been destroyed. That is him. Take your seat. Can we take our seats? Please, can you take your seats? Revival doesn't come. The priests that get into the throne and bring revival. The song we sang, he said, Hallelujah. I boast in Jehovah that will take me that we come and revive my soul that we come and make me important that we come and make me great that we come and make me special whom son has died that I might be the whom you worship a king and a priest <laughs> revival sweeps it does what? it sweeps the revival cannot come as you are seated do you know that? Do you know that? Because there's no way you can allow fire to burn only this house without fire extinguisher. Is it not so? Revival moves like fire. It doesn't have boundary. Revival sweeps. So when you are revived, he said on the third day, I will do what? Revive you. So when you are revived, when you give God a true worship, in spirit and in truth. When you know whom you are worshipping, when it will come upon you, you will sweep everything out of you and none shall remain. Someone say amen. But I don't know how many of us we came to that. That God will open our eyes as he did to the woman of Samaria. And we will know exactly and really who we are worshipping. When we are called chapel of praise, we will know what we are pressing and how we are pressing. It's all about the hearts. Revival is when you have decided to make a change. That's the revival. Individual decision. Not because we are gathered here. Because someone can sit down somewhere without hearing this, 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 this sermon, this message. But he just sit down at home. The same Holy Spirit speaking to you right now goes to him or her in the house. If you don't know, know that. <laughs> know that because when, uh, is it Moses was anointing people for a mission? There were some people at, in the camp and they said the same spirit Moses you gave to us is upon some people who are not here. That's revival. That's revival. Do you want to worship that God? invite you today to know and that's the God you worship that is a God that you can sit down here and pray God shall like a bread a bowl for my sister at home and she's healed at home that's the God you worship that's why you kneel down in your room and pray Father save that soul and all of a sudden a soul comes to you God said I should come and meet you
Yes, that's the God you see. That's the God you should worship. So when you're worshiping him, know exactly. He said for salvation, because this is a God that when you worship, when you worship him, he will do that for you. He's everywhere, but he sits on the throne. You are worthy of my praise. so that I will have first class. Okay, no, it started with, I want to belong to the honor roll. Honor roll, I think it's four points. Four zero zero up. In this 300 level, I want to belong to the honor roll. He stopped going to church so that he can read. Do you know what God did to him? I don't know how to say it. He, he had 3.9 9 words. That is, it was one that he would have entered 400. Four points. Sorry. That is the God we save. Do you, do you understand what I mean? He stopped coming to church because he wants to be serious with his uh, academics. He's a brilliant boy. And I told him, come to church. He said, man, no time. I want to make honor roll. He had 3.9 something that only one point. He cried until he scattered his life. He was not. He stopped coming to church for a long time. He came back. When he came back, I'm happy to announce to you that he graduated with first class when he returned to church. Know who you do what? Worship. He's not a magician. 
is a faithful God. Don't be wiser than them. Change your mentality today. Change your mind today. Have a U-turn of your course. Face him the way he wants you. And how do you do that? Embrace the Holy Spirit as the only teacher. Know what you worship. Let's read John 5. John 5 verse 20. of what I have said. Okay. Praise the Lord. John 5 verse 20. For the Father loved the Son and show him all things that he himself doeth and he will show him greater works that he may do marvel. When you know this God that has been introduced to you, Jesus, that's exactly what you will know. He said, call upon me in the days of trouble. I will do what? Answer you and do what? Show you great and what? Mighty things. That's what Jeremiah 3 verse 33. But this is the full meaning of it. He said, God will show you Nothing will come to you on our ways when you know the true God you're worshiping. We are going to have about five to ten minutes hour of worship. Minutes of worship. We were told worship is not when you do what when you sing. How did he put it? I forgot it. Worship not is when you sing. Yes. Okay, I understood it differently. <laughs> I understood it this way that worship is not when you make when you voice out it's not what you voice out that is how I understand the Holy Spirit ministered to me it's not when you voice out because he said it's not when you come and stand there and hold mic and close your eyes no that's not worship the worship is inside he will show you when you worship he will show you who he is. Because you may ask him, who do I worship? He will show you who he is. And he will tell you what to worship. And he will also tell you how to worship. Because you must know what you worship. You must know where, when to worship. You must know where to worship. And you must know how to worship. The Father, the Holy Spirit will show you. Great, greater things. He will show you greater things than even Jesus did on earth. Mighty and greater things. I don't know if you have set your hearts. Let revival. Because if you notice, those who understand our total revival, if you read our total revival, where the text come from, God is starting with us to revive us. Media, can you show us where our text comes from, our revival comes from? So that you understand the total revival we are talking about. 
when we say kingdom worship or praise that ascend the throne and provoke revival I say it in a common language praise that rises up to the kingdom of God and give men revival that's the topic praise or worship that rises up to the kingdom of God and give men revival or give people revival or bring revival to it praise worship that can bring revival that we first of all when you utter the praise it goes to the heaven straight that's when God comes and revive your life let's read verse 12 those that are planted in the house of the Lord 13 sorry those that 13 please those that are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the court of our God. They shall still bear fruit in their old age. They shall fat and flourishing. To show that the Lord is upright, is my rock, and there's no unrighteousness in him. Then you'll say total revival. How can you relate the message? Has any of us sat down to study that thing and said, what's the revival in it? The total revival is the God to revive you as a person first. That's the revival. If you call yourself a member of Chapel of Praise and you have not yet been revived, I pray the message of today will revive you in the name of Jesus Christ. Message of today will make you to know who really you worship. Either you come to Chapel of Praise to please Mama. Aha. Uh -huh. Sorry, oh. the mama you will please. She does not know how to appreciate things. She does not know how to appreciate. I sent message to someone. One day the wife told me, you see that mess all those messages you have been sending to my husband. She does not appreciate them. Send them to me. Let me tell him. That's when he will appreciate it. My husband doesn't appreciate things like that. The mama you say, let me go so that mama will not. Do I know how to appreciate people? For me, I know it's a weakness in me. I don't know how to appreciate people. Why not change your mind today? Be on your feet. Why not change your mind today? Because God must flourish you. The revival comes on the third verse. That's when you bring the revival down to, 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 to declare the uprightness in God to declare that there's no unrighteousness in God. That's the revival. But for you, it will flourish you. Even at the old age, for all age, it will make you great. Lift up your hands. I don't know how many of us. The worship that we go to the throne of God and bring down revival is a worship that comes from a clean heart. It's a worship that comes from a clean heart. He said, out of abundance of the heart, the mouth does what? Speaks. What is filled in your heart? The worship that can revive your life, that can revive the nation, that can go up to God is a, a worship from a, a clean heart. A worship from a broken and a burdened heart. 
Do you have any burden for God's glory? Do you give him his place as you sing? You, do you really recognize you you are singing to? Where do you place him in your worship? The worship that the, 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 the people that led in worship this morning in second service, there's a song she sang. He said, I don't need the stage, I don't need the mic. Do you sing because you want to, you're standing on the stage? Do you sing because you have been opportune to hold the mic? Do you worship God? Do you do things? How do you do your things? Do you have any burden for God's glory to come down bigger, larger, greater? Do you feel with love for Christ as you worship him? These are the hearts I want us to have now as we are going to go into a session of worship. Worship him as the king of kings. Worship him as the lord of lords. Worship him as your father. Worship him as the master of the whole universe. The king of glory. Who sits in majesty. Full of glory. Full of power. Full of wisdom. I don't know how many of us have seen Jesus by your side. Worship him with a heart. A broken heart and a burdened heart. That how I wish the whole campus will be for Jesus. How I wish my family will know Christ. How I wish that brother will understand what he's doing. How I wish I will enter the church and see the power of God. How I wish I enter the church and the miracles are being done. How I wish Aquaibom State University will be owned by Christ. Worship him as everlasting God. Do you know him as God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob? Do you know him? Do you know him as the father of our Lord Jesus Christ? Do you know him as Alpha and Omega? How do you know this God? What do you do for him? And why are you doing? Do you know him as the Alpha and Omega? Do you know him as God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit? How do you know him? Do you know him as the one that can move mountains? Do you know him as the one that sits in heaven and the earth is his footstool? He loves me. I cannot say why. chapter 6 verse 16 2 Kings chapter 6 verse 16 
I'd like you to see something from that scripture. I want you to read it for yourself. Hallel Jehovah is what David did when the ark was being brought. You know, when the, when the king gets a victory, they bring clowns to come and entertain the king. And that day, David said, I am the king, but I choose to be the clown. And he began to entertain God. And the wife, the daughter of Saul, like, are you crazy? And God took offense. But this is what I want to show you. And... Uh, Second Kings 16, he said, I fear not that they, they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Verse 17, please. This is my verse. He said, And Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open the eyes that he may see. And the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of chariots of fire round about Elijah. The Bible is speaking about the servant of Elijah saw chariot, but when he, the Lord opened his eyes, what he saw was the chariot was covering only Elijah, but where was he? He was out of the chariots. So please, I don't want you to be left out of this worship. I want you to enter into your new dimension. Let's take this pledge. I will make room for two. You and I.
of Jesus Christ. I pray let no one live here ah, without encountering a shift in the spirit. Make us live in worship. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying.